I went to church the last two days. I mean, Husky Stadium. Oh. Same thing. What'd you learn? Well, I think we should probably wait, wait for the uh, rest of the team. Oh, this is, this is the best part of the podcast right here. When those yahoos get on, it's all going to go to hell. So, Should we just block them? <laughs> well, we're 12 and 0. And for the first time ever, we're trying to get all five of us, which means it's just going to turn into a shit show. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when it's just you and me, I watch language. But with these guys, uh, well. I noticed that. I listened yeah. to your last couple recordings. Yeah, there. I, I gave up on that one. That it, they, it moved up to a PG rating from G. Oh, yeah. They're uh they are impassioned fans. Yeah. And they they don't like to lose. They don't do it well. Who could, yeah. who could that be? What's going on, dogs? Speaking of potty mouth, it's the bone. <laughs> what'd, you, sure. what'd, you, what'd you call him? The bone. The, oh, the bone. Okay. Hi, The Terry. bone. Yeah. Gentlemen, how are you? We're good. We're 12 and 0. We're 12 and 0. How about you? That's what I hear. That's how we are. Yeah, I'm trying to confirm that, but that's what I keep hearing. I'm down here behind enemy lines in Duckland. Well, that's that's something you got to deal with on your own, there, my friend. Well, it's going okay for me. It's going okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, it it's a pestilence on everyone's hat, bumper, rear car window. Or T-shirt, there are these big green and yellow O's everywhere yeah. you look. Well, there actually there's zeros, but yes. Oh, what's, what's the, what? What do you mean it's a zero, Terrence? Well, that's the that's the number of national championships that they have. Oh, I got yeah, and they're they seem to be proud to to continually make that statement about themselves. And, right. Yeah. Where are you located? Where are you located, Terrence? I'm in Las Vegas, um, where, where coincidentally the Pac-12 championship is being held. Um, yeah, uh, I, you know, I'm really going to be curious to see what the division of, of fans from both schools, what, what shows up. Me too. Yeah. I, both, both travel, don't you think? I think so, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of fans in L.A. for the Husky game. Um, but I think, I think there's a lot of Husky fans in L.A., isn't there, that live there? Um, or a Husky alum, whatever. Yeah. Is, so there, gonna... is, is there ample parking for crappy um, toe-behind trailers for the, for the Duck fans? No. In fact, there is. Is there a trailer park, is there a trailer park close by? <laughs> yes. Um, well, no, well, no. Although, if you go due east to Boulder Highway, that's yeah. a real shit shithole area. Um, Perfect. I could see those, those bastards hanging out there. But as far as parking around the stadium, um, there really is nothing. Actually, that's kind of been the gripe about the whole thing from the jump. Although there, I did get an email from my the local alumni group. And there's some big VIP tailgate thing for Washington somewhere there. Um, and there's also in my alumni group, they're, they're doing a brunch um, where they where they usually meet, which I haven't been there uh, in years, uh, meet to watch the game. So it's, you know, I, I, I'm hoping there's a really big turnout. I mean, I know that there's tickets still available, I think, as far as I know. At least they were on Ticketmaster. That's where I got Richard Nye's. Um, you know what I you know what I was wondering? Who will hand off the trophy after the game? Will Kleshnikov come out of hiding? Well, for uh, starters, Terrence, do you sorry to interrupt Todd? Do you think that Oregon will be able to field a, a full team? I mean, with all the warrants they have in the state of Nevada and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't that's that's a good question. Um you know, because, you know, the the mantra is come on vacation, leave on probation. Um, I, li- I like that. Yeah, no, I like that, that was 
Yeah, that was the, that was literally a sign in my office in the lobby. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Well, yeah. I think I think we have a bunch of five star quality kids on our team. Agreed. Yeah. And I think Oregon has a, a, a like the majority are like a two point five or two point oh, two stars, maybe yeah. two. Yeah, maybe. So I think if you put the two teams in Vegas for you know, if if I was uh, who's the coach there, uh, Manning in Oregon, what's his name? Dan Lanning. Lanning. If I yeah. were him, I don't think I would bring the team down until the day of the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. You know, there's several you know Las Vegas guys on the Huskies. You know, Rome and and Fontano and Jeremy Bernard. Um, so I'm really curious to see you know, what kind of local turnout for these kids, you know, Rome, well, and, and Olofoshio, you know, those guys, those two guys went to Bishop Gorman, which is, you know, kind of our equivalent to matter day here as far as a high school program. So I'm really curious to see if they get a huge local turnout of, of kids or, you know, fans supporting them. I Um, heard, I heard Rome in an interview saying, that he has 60 people coming from friends and family, just himself. Okay. Rome, yeah. Rome was yeah. locked and loaded at practice today. That guy, is he? he is focused. He yeah. is not high-fiving. He's, he, you can just look at him during practice. And he's going to be ready. Captain, you, you, you made the call a few weeks ago, and you said, why did these guys come back? Do you think any of these guys have forgotten why they came back? Do you think they're not guided by that reasoning every day and every play? Why did we forego an NFL draft? Why are we risking an injury in the most vicious sport in the, on, on the earth? Yeah. Not, not to lose to Oregon. I'll tell you that. I mean, this is, this is, this is goal one, right? of theirs to to play for a conference championship, which they didn't get to last year, which I think that they felt they should have. And I happen to be one of them. Um, Yeah, I. You know. Everyone in their mother has already circled Oregon winning this game. They're already penciled Oregon in, you know, to play for the the national championship, the final four, blah, blah. And, you know, all the. Supposed experts, all the you know prognosticators, all have, you know, basically they've already clicked the box. Yeah. Um, you know, Oregon does not want to come down to a you know the end of the game with Washington. I'll tell you that right now, because I'll take our coaching staff over over Tommy Toughnuts and his little group. <laughs> <laughs> you know him and that cheater toy Le- what's his name tosh lapoy their defensive here's a, coordinator here's a coffee cup full of cash totally um and you know and again i'm not taking anything away from those guys as far as the way they've been playing and, and you know and there's no denying that and they you know they run that that you know read option or whatever that is that zone read RPO college offense really, really well. There's no, there's no doubt about, you know, it's a one read offense. It's a one read offense. It looks like, you know, but you know, I'll give the devil his due in the sense, you know, that they're, that they're playing well with it. Um, I just think if the Huskies can keep this game close, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, if they, if we are within a score in the fourth quarter, I like our chances. Yeah, yeah. We have been tested by fire. We have won tough games. That's not been true for Oregon. I heard a stat today. If you look at our common opponents, we outscored our common opponents by 66. Oregon outscored our common opponents by 198. Yeah. Okay. So so this is a guy who's used to walking out and not getting punched in the mouth. And like Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a plan. Yep. Let's go punch him in the mouth. Captain, yeah. if if I may, I'd love to hear a couple more of your thoughts as to what you saw at church this week. I saw a very focused 
Husky team and a very healthy Husky team. And I had some young gentleman come up to me, number 44, Austin, H-A-R-N-E-T-I-A-U-X, a linebacker, must be a freshman. Didn't know him from anybody. Okay. Let's see. Freshman from Seattle Prep. Oh, really? Linebacker. Up on the hill. And he said, can you believe that? We're number three in the country, and we're underdogs by nine and a half points. What do we have to do? We got to beat these guys three times to set them up. <laughs> and, and apparently, the answer is yes. That's exactly what they have to do. That, that's right. And so, I don't know about the, these statue guys are throwing out and everything. I just, it just, it's noise, man. We're twelve and zero. Yeah, we're we are the dogs. We've got an NFL pro style offense. We've got a defense that held Utah second half to zero, then Oregon State 20 and Washington State 21. Don't forget Washington State just came off of a 59-point run the previous game. They were on sure. fire, but they only scored 21. Yeah. In fact, that was the stat that who threw out there that the last – see, let me get this right. The last four Husky opponents had scored over 50 – against their opponent before Washington. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was a crazy stat. So if you read about uh, Inge, I'm sorry about that, Terrence. If you read about Inge uh, and his background, it it talks to the fact that he inherited a defense that was ranked, I don't know, in the the 200s, and how it improved to like, like the top 20 in the country. Um. Jimmy, you you mentioned that that um, Trice didn't practice today or something. Well, uh, I can't speak to that right now, Terrence. Okay. Well, anyway, you said the team's healthy. That's that. That's the question that's remains: the over under on Oregon players that will be eligible in the state of Nevada. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put an over under up there of forty. Well, <laughs> you know, I, as a as a resident of Las Vegas and one who depends on tourism to keep my property taxes low, um, I'm all about these guys running a gun in here. Don't hurt anybody, but go ahead and get yourself arrested. I, I totally support that. Um, we can always use the revenue and, you know, and have fun while you're here, Oregon. You know, what happens here yeah. stays here. Remember all that? So go for it. Go for it. Do you think they'll come down tonight? Maybe come down tonight early? Probably not. That would be really smart. Aren't they all coming in tomorrow? Don James would take the Huskies to the Rose Bowl two weeks early just to let them get that first week out of their system. Yeah. And then bed check would start the the second week. And Bo Schembechler brought his boys down for one week only from that Midwest weather. And I don't think people had indoor facilities to practice in back yeah. then. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, Lanning with us, you might want to fire up, but you might see him in the casino with a cigar yeah. tonight. Well, Going and that, that's, where, that's where he's, play- he'll, be, he'll, he'll, he'll be hitting on a 20 playing blackjack. Captain, that's where he's playing for chips, not clicks. Yeah, <laughs> It's good, but I'm from. Quick, quick, we'll quick question, Captain. Do you yes, recall sir. your last conversation with Bo Schembechler? He called me a, a, a lot of really bad names. Was he standing over the top of you after you had just taken a beautiful late hit against Mr. Harbaugh on his sideline? And did that not standing, change the pace of that game? He was standing over the top of me, and he called me names that I never thought I would hear come out of Bo Schembechler's mouth. Oh. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You, God bless. What a beauty. <laughs> you know, you know uh, something I never did share with you is when we were, we were doing the uh, walkthrough the Friday before, and Breno said, come here, look down. We looked down the tunnel, and uh, Bo and uh, Don had their arms around each other, <laughs> walking together. Oh, were they, were they good and friends? It was just hilarious. It looked like just, like, you know, and they're both, you know, what, five foot, whatever. 
Right. <laughs> it was just, it was just beautiful. It was a couple of field generals, you know, sure. just a couple of warlords, a couple of warriors walking, you know, it was just beautiful. Yeah. I didn't know that. I say, well, come, come game time. <laughs> Gloves come off. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know that those two were, were good friends away from football. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I think they coached together at some other school before, before Don moved to Kent state. Yeah. I know that, that coach James was, was good friends with Bobby Bowden. I know they were, they were pals. Right. So perfect. Well, have you guys ever experienced a perfect season in anything or have you ever, have you ever achieved perfection? Well, I would say my life in general is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say uh, Terrence's life is as, as perfect, close as that, as that comes to perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, except when it's not. But other than it's that, not very, it's, it's not very possible. <laughs> it's very, I, it's, it's highly, it's highly unlikely. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, what it, was that you, you did experience? Was it the '91 team? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So how'd that feel? What? Let me ask you. What'd you do the next day after that? that you night, know. That you know. It's funny. The day of the Rose Bowl was obviously January first. And that's that whole season. I didn't watch any of the road games on TV because I was convinced I was a jinx from the year before. <laughs> so, um, Dude, so you were you were so wound up back then. Oh my God, I was. You were you were strung so tight. It was just every week was like that, and so I was outside taking the Christmas lights off my house. Because I I had to make sure I wasn't watching that TV, and my and my <laughs> and my ex wife would come out like every forty five minutes to give me an update, but, but simply like, you know, how's it going? It's looking good, okay. And then she'd run back inside, whatever. Um, yeah, and, you know. And then of course, you know, I I had recorded on my old VHS machine I had then, but I remember after the game, and then the next day I went into work. At Daniel's, and I came in the kitchen door. You'll know this, uh, Todd. And there was Jonathan. And uh, we, stay did, we, we just looked at each other and just did. And this, this amazing fucking hug. We just stood there and hugged for what seemed like hours <laughs> and, didn't, and didn't say a word. It was crazy. Yeah. Did, did you hold your hips back in that hug or did you just grind on in? I, I don't remember, but I, but I hope it was the latter. I hope I just. Me, me too. I, me too. Yeah, I hope we were rubbing uglies like there was no tomorrow. John, Jonathan uh, grinding on my leg is, is a top ten memory in my life. Oh, so. yeah. How could it not be? For sure. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> don't don't bail on us, Captain. Hey, I've got a cup. I do because Richard is delayed, and Richard wants to keep us on schedule. I actually have a list of topics here. And I want to talk a little what bit. What time did you tell Richard? Um, I told him we'd get to get to him in about four hours. But no, seriously, five o'clock, right? Yeah, I did. It's but five fourteen. Right. Well, you know, you know. Um, what are we doing? You, you, I just spent two nights in a van in Corvallis with Richard in the rain. You can go argue with Richard. I'm not going to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. down um, by the river in a van. Down by the river. Yeah, two men in the rain. Uh, two. Yeah. Anyway. In the Apple Cup, I was there. It's the fourth quarter. We're trying to win the game, and we're maneuvering to get in range. And Polk throws to a receiver falling down in triple coverage. What were you each thinking during that sequence? Wait a minute. Polk, you mean Penix threw it? Not Polk. Thank you, Penix. Mr. Penix. Yeah. You lost me. What was the game? What was the la la last week when we were trying to win the game and and Penix threw into triple coverage to McMillan, who was falling down in the end zone in the fourth quarter. This was this was after the the first down play by by Rome, right? The, this this is, is after that yeah. beautiful first down play, and we're down there, we're trying to 
um, set ourselves up for a field goal attempt. Well, he threw, and 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 we're all screaming, "Run the ball! Run the ball! Run the ball!" Yep, yep. And he throws into triple coverage, and it's nearly intercepted. And Jay and I just about lost our minds. Twice he almost got in, picked off twice there, and then took a sack. Yes, the next play he took a terrible sack in which he could have coughed the ball or gotten hurt. Yeah. And they're live, my buddies. We're all losing our minds, sure that we need to run Grub out of town on a rail. Well, uh, but you're, you're assuming that there wasn't a run option in that play call, right? Well, I, I assume nothing because I don't understand football, which is why I talk to you. Well, I mean, I mean, the captains want to talk to, but it, but usually every play, unless it's unless there's a, an, an empty backfield, there's got to be a run, a run, right. a run option there, and which has kind of been implied a couple times. They've sort of made that comment, and you know, but they give they gave Penix the green light to to do what he thinks you know is appropriate. Um, you know, I don't know, obviously, but, you know, it sounded like Grubb's comments on Monday, I guess it was, that, you know, Penix wasn't real happy with himself towards the end there. Well, you know, he watched the last, he lost, you know, the kick with his head completely in that, in that phone booth thing. Which was weird. So I don't know if he was upset. I, I, I don't I don't know, but dude, it, my yeah, my you know, my throat, I I thought I was gonna throw up watching that. We we had so we were sitting in the West End zone and there are cougar fans all around us. And there's one coog and he's a handsome young man and he looks like he's probably a great guy. But every 17 minutes, he's walking back with another Coors Light in his hand. And I just, I evolved my anti-Coog cheer into every time that we get first down, I wouldn't yell first down, I just yelled Coors Light. And after about 30 Coors Lights cheers for me, he's turning around, he's scanning the crowd, and he's hating on me, and I'm loving it. How many points do we need to score to win this game Friday? 39. No, I think, yeah. Okay. I think we need Terrence? Oh, 40 plus. Okay, so we've scored 56, 43, 41, 59, 31, 36, 15 against Arizona State, 42, 52, 35, 22, 24. So we've had two non-productive games in a row, 22 and 24 points, safe to say? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think we're due. Yeah, because I don't, you know, and, no, and nothing's wrong with Penix. Ca- and Captain Johnson, jo- Johnson will play with the sprained ankle, and he'll and he'll get over 100 yards. And um, unlike uh, uh, Brock Heward, who pulled himself out of the Nebraska game, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who now gets to who now gets to rewrite history? But, <laughs> yep, you're gonna see the you're gonna see the Huskies indoors. Penix firing on all cylinders, guys. Well, hey, ca- Captain, Polk, you, you've Polk been there. The ball. How's, how's Polk? How's McMillan? He's going to get over 100. Oh. Well, yeah, because I just – I don't see the Huskies holding these guys down. They're going to score on us. There's just nothing we can do about that. And, you know, and and you know, we've shown the ability when they're clicking – they can't stop they can't stop Washington's offense and and what really irritates me about the game against Oregon this year is that we had them on the ropes we yes, had them, we did we had them on the ropes and we let them off the hook and you know and you know and allow them to take the lead which forced us you know to win it like we did that game should never have come down to a missed field goal if Washington, no. if Washington had just run the fucking ball when they were up twenty nine to eighteen, burned some of that clock, th- that game shouldn't have been that close. And you know, and you can go virtually every game this year, and you know that that have come down to the to, to the fourth quarter, we allowed that. We made mistakes. 
you know, the the dropping the ball in the one yard line or whatever, whatever happened. And, you know, this could be a different narrative, I think, if the Huskies had just made enough plays and not boned themselves so many times to make these scores look like that. They've done that since the Oregon game, I believe. And including may go back as far as Arizona, where we could have yes. gone ahead by two scores. Yes. And we either had a fumble, we either didn't make it on fourth and inches, we threw an interception. It was there was just something. It was just it's almost weird. It it, it is. And, and, we, and, and and we never put it away except for the USC game. Maybe we won by ten. Yes. Right? Yeah. But guess what? We do it this Friday. <laughs> Well, if we if we, we put do, it all together Friday, guys. If we, we do it, it this together, Friday, we're going to win the game. We're going to get a kickoff or a punt return. We're going to get a pick six. We're going to get ahead, and you're going to see Mr. Johnson. Oh, Mr. Johnson. Yes. I, I would like to see Mr. Westover and Mr. Cole. Get? We got 80, 84 Stanford to, to uh, the, the, the Washington State game, 84, 256, 104, 89, 82. Look at this guy's season. And before that, he got 100 on Oregon. 91 yep. against Arizona. I mean. How how gimpy was he today? I didn't see him, Todd, and I can't speak to that. But okay. what I can tell you is his name is Dylan Johnson, and he's a thoroughbred. And he's going to go full speed because his name is not Brock. Oof. And, it's a, and it's an ankle. Oof. You understand ankles? Do you know who Mr. Ronnie Lott is? You know what he did to his thumb, right? <laughs> yes. he, he cut it off. <laughs> keep playing. <laughs> Dylan Johnson's going to get off. So we and have a segment forget, in this don't podcast. Forget, don't, forget, don't forget DeBoer. What do you think he's got up his sleeve? You know, a new twist. I'd be curious to know what his record is in December. I mean, we know what his record is in November, which is downright ridiculous. What's his record in December, I wonder? I don't know, Terrence, but I do know that since he's been a Husky coach, there's only been one fumble by a running back. Is that a weird stat? That is a weird stat. That's a weird stat. The first one was against Oregon State. And by the way – Terrence, his record as a Husky coach is perfect in December. Oh, that's right. That's true. I wonder what it was. He, had, he has two losses, as you recall, U, UCLA and ASU. And yeah. then they reeled off, what, seven games last year or mm-hmm. five games? Seven. So uh, he is likely undefeated in November and December. Well, you know, they're, they're going for their 20th straight win on Friday. Man, full which, stop. Twenty, is, full is, stop. Yeah, twenty. So, I, I, just to jump in real quick, I'm listening to the player interviews this week, and Trice is talking, and I think Castricone asked him, "When did you know this was different?" And Trice said, "Before we ever played a game with the new coaching staff." We're in summer workouts and the volume of work required and a response to that assigned work required was so different than the previous staff. He says, we knew this was going to be different. Hmm. I, I just sat in my car and nearly cried when I heard it. I thought, oh my gosh, that is a coach with a plan. And how have these guys responded to that? We're 60 minutes away from playing Michigan in the Rose Bowl to go to the national title. Oh, my gosh. The Camper yeah. brothers. I'm telling you, our passing offense, nobody competes with it. I mean, Michigan doesn't. That's for sure. This is an NFL pro-style offense. Yeah, there 60 was, minutes, guys. Yeah, so out of 60 were, minutes, how many plays do you think you get if you're a starter? 20? Maybe thirty. I I, I don't That's know. It. So if it's if it's you, Terrence, and you're starting at safety, you got thirty plays. <laughs> Maybe thirty. I'm going to say more like twenty. You've got twenty plays. No, I'm, excuse me. I'm going to say thirty plays. 
30 plays to give it your best. And you're playing in the Rose Bowl to go to a national title. Well, there was, I forgot who was saying that, that they think that this is the third. And I, I don't know if I agree with this, but this is the third biggest game in the history of the program. They, the, the people, the, and they saw those guys that they said the, the 92 Rose bowl to go 12 and 0 that year, um, 2016 against Alabama, because if you beat Alabama, then you're getting, you're playing for a natty. Um, and then, and then this one, you know, I, I go back, well, and, and you obviously would know that, that, that orange bowl in 85, um, has to be up there as well. You know, I, I, I mean, but this, yeah, this think, one is yeah, there. Yeah, I, I appreciate that parents. I, I think well, I mean, I think I mean, it almost go back. I think it would almost go back to the USC game, the previous two games earlier than the Orange Bowl. Maybe I don't know. If we were except, undefeated. except that in the in the Orange Bowl, you're playing for, um, you know, that's when the polls and all that. But you know, right. you were playing for a national championship. Right. If some people still believe Washington got jobbed, I'm one of those. Um, so as am I. Yeah, so you know, whatever BYU, give me a break. But, um, but yeah, but 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 there's you know, I mean, if if the Huskies, you know, if the Huskies win Friday, it's would be interesting because you know you want to be in that two or three hole, like you said, to play in you know in Pasadena against uh, against Michigan who has not played a – I mean, Ohio State certainly is a is a really good football team, but I don't think they have the passing offense that, the, that Washington does. I mean, they got a great – got a couple of good right receivers, but that quarterback that I saw with McCord doesn't – he doesn't – he doesn't hold a candle to Michael Penix in my no, head. He does not move the needle. No. Um, yeah, you know – Let's just let's just hope that we're having that this discussion in late December about playing in the Rose. Let's just let's just let's hope we're having that. Captain. Speaking. All year long, each week you have issued a proclamation. A declaration, a prediction. What is it? What's going to happen on Friday? Well, the Huskies beat Oregon for the third time straight. I and love that. And do you, do you think that that will shut them up? Oh, no. Absolutely not. So don't forget, it's in the Oregon Ducks DNA. When I was in Ashland, Oregon, they would beat San Jose State in the opener or San Diego State, and then they'd have roses in their mouth after the game. Then they'd lose the next nine games straight. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. True story. I witnessed it. So we beat them again. We beat them again. Our, our offense puts together a full game. Our defense get, plays one of their better games. And you said, how, how many points did you guys say we needed? Terrence well, said 40 plus. I said 39. So we're they, pretty close. They, they get the 39 easy. That's a good number right there. Points. They get those points. Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka. Good call. Jimmy Rogers. <laughs> Jimmy Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, my goodness. Look what the cat drug in. Mm-hmm. Hello, dog fans. Hello, Hi, Richard. <laughs> How's Husky Nation today? Well, there's a rumor going around that the dogs are 12-0. and 0. I, I'm still trying to get that confirmed, but that's what I keep hearing. Oh, that's hogwash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what, these, that's what these guys keep telling me. I don't know. Too good to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're 12 and 0, that would mean you'd have a shot at going 13 and 0. And if you did that, why, you'd be the first ever undefeated 
Pac-12 champions in the last year the league's going to exist. Yeah. You, you, well, you'd be the first and last. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to beat Harbaugh again. Well, that would be nice. That would be nice. And after you beat Harbaugh, you're playing on January 9th. Well, let's uh, let's get to Sin City first and see how that goes. Okay. Rumor has it that two of these four folks are going to be there for the game. Richard, Terrence. That is well, true. P.T. Barnum was right. <laughs> yeah, fair. But, Richard, I suspect that you will pack judiciously. You will save some room in your luggage. There's and I also, I also suspect, Terrence, that you will be ready with a nice tete cavee, champagne, and some real cigars should good prevail over darkness? Well, um, I can assure you Terrence yeah. is going to need to have the carpets cleaned and a new sofa uh, brought in because, <laughs> yeah, we'll tear the place apart. It's, it's good to know that. I'll make sure it, we take it, a detour on the way home. I've been um, there. It, it, it needs an update. It needs <laughs> an update. It's wow. true. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> you can remember that through the fog of all those Negronis? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Rick, Richard, how many points do we need to win the game Friday? Uh, 34. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that it's going to be a chilling moment when Dan Lanning goes for a field goal. Because <laughs> um, I'd hate to think he woke up and smelled the coffee. But, well, who's to say that he's going to make it? Well, it's a fair question. He looks like a tea drinker to me. Wow. Well, I um, said it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just hope that they're so full of themselves and just all cocky and arrogant and thinking that they got it in the bag. Well, they're nine and a half point favorites. Right. They must. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think this plays into our hands. You know, as 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 fans of the game, watching our rivalry with Oregon, every time they feel good about themselves, they lose focus. Well, they like oh, to I... sit in a chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You might want to explain that to the listeners. Oh well, they or got to the, me. They got the big <laughs> fancy leather, you know, the the chair that gives you a reach around and uh, it vibrates, and I'm sure you can plug your iPhone into it and listen to your music with a big, you know, thumping subwoofer in it. It reclines, and everybody gets this big fancy chair to sit in it's mm. important what do you mean everybody are you talking about recruits and, well no the players on the team you know they all want to sit in the chair they get soft that way is my reckoning of it hmm. well, good for them yeah well you know leather this and that and Italian marble and you know, the finest woodwork around, and yeah. You know, the nicest, finest, biggest, and goodest double wide in the trailer park is still a trailer. That's... What do you say we grab these guys by the nose, Terrence, I took this from you, and we kick them in the ass? Uh, I, I fully support that. I, I don't I, I don't like those guys very much. I, I, so if you go to Eugene on a recruiting trip, you go sit in this chair, is that what you're saying? And they, they, they just show you all kinds of uh, videos and uniforms and, and Nike equipment. And 
Oh yeah, all the all the different. How many how many versions of uniforms do they have? Well, that's an ever growing number, I believe. Infinity. Um, yeah. Well, it's coming. The halftime costume change is coming for those guys. It has yeah. to. <laughs> you watch. It has to. Yeah. Now they can't do it soon enough, for my taste. That just doesn't make sense. So, what are the players? What are these kids thinking if they sit in this chair and they see all these uniforms and? They, and, it's cool. They say that's well, where I want to go. I want yeah, to play there because yeah, I get to cool. wear all that. Okay. Well, it, it might be. When, a I safe space. Seattle, when I came to Seattle, they took us to Nordstrom's yacht in Portage Bay, and that didn't make sense because I knew I wasn't getting a yacht. I didn't. I wasn't <laughs> quite sure. Nothing. Nothing wrong with that. There's only one yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You know, Phil's probably got a few yachts. You can you can do that when you're making money hand over fist in your sweatshops. Phil's safe a verb. Is, is it safe to say this is the best team that money could buy? This Oregon team. Ooh. Uh, I, I don't. Doesn't sound unfair to me. And we came up with an over under of forty of how many players will be legal in the state of Arizona from Oregon. You mean Nevada? I'm sorry. I thought it was Texas. <laughs> it's not New Hampshire? In Nevada. Live free or die. <laughs> New Hampshire's <laughs> not a state. <laughs> <laughs> it's a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> not not. Not to put a bow on this, but real quickly, um, any thoughts on Jonathan Smith telling his team before the game he's leaving and then laying an egg to the Ducks? Oh, is that is that what happened? So he told his team before the before the Oregon game. That's what I heard from Petros and Softy chatting today. Well, thanks, thanks, Jonathan Smith, for you know for nothing. Thanks for doing that. Wow. Well, well, they, well, they looked well, flat to me when I watched that. Well, game. Wh whether he whether he did or not, or whether they found out otherwise or not, that team was flat. Totally. Yeah, I think their bubble was burst the week before, but yeah, it's a little hard to not have a letdown when you find out your coach is leaving. Um, so what would if if this is true? What, what why would Jonathan say that before the game? I don't think I, he would choose to reveal that before the game. But yeah, it, do, it doesn't make sense to me. It it's yeah. kind of like it probably got leaked somewhere and he knew it. So to not tell them would be even more disingenuous. Yeah. I mean, somebody if it, if it got leaked, somebody in that okay. locker room knew already. Right. Um, so uh, look, I don't blame Jonathan Smith for a second. I mean, personally, I would have loved to have seen him just have a nice, long, continuous career at Oregon State. He was doing a great job at his alma mater. And, um, I think Mike Riley showed that you can live and love being at Oregon State for a long time. I mean, he came back and yeah. I'm sorry he ever left. And perhaps Jonathan Smith will feel that way eventually. But with the, the uncertainty of the Pac-12, Pac-2, and a chance to flat-out double his salary, I mean, are you paying attention, Troy? We need to Just, double and, and his I, salary. And I read that they, because they were, he was in such demand that they added a, a seventh year to his contract already, and his, his first year is $7.25 million. At Michigan good, State, give me a break. Good God, Troy. he's going to come in as the number six or number seven team in that conference, living in the shadow of his cross-state rival. I tell you, John Wilner's comments yesterday when I listened to him was just yeah. just just went off about um, that. Basic Michigan State is a second-rate program, and you know, and he, they will always be the little brother to Michigan. And so it's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, Michigan State's had a couple good years, but but they've never been great, from what I remember. Well, to be fair, uh, D'Antonio built them up 
to a pretty good level where they won a Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um, it is not easy to recruit there, but it's not impossible. Um, and it is a nice stadium. I mean, it's a it's a nice campus. Uh, it is also the biggest campus acreage wise in the nation. How's the water? Um, hmm? How's the water? <laughs> wow. Not Sorry. Enough. I blew up. Uh, the river the river runs right through campus. Okay. Whatever. Don't they have new new athletic facilities? Yeah, I mean it's it's a, a newer stadium and uh I hear the I hear the doctors that help help with the female athletes are well chosen. Wow. Let's talk wow. about the Huskies a little bit. How about this? Oh. Did, did you guys see this number 52? Uh, I believe he got a sack. Voy, how do you pronounce it? Voy Chanufi. Did you see him? It looks like he's 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 on his way on the... Yeah, he's been having a productive year, actually. He is the little engine that could. Boy, no kidding. If he was bigger, because that guy, his motor is, is nonstop. Yeah, yeah, he was he was fantastic. And and if we're giving some love, and we're gonna start with Void, then we gotta talk about Carson. Absolutely, um, MVP on defense. He, I just was watching a little bit more of the film today from the Apple Cup, and he's you know fourth quarter, really important open field tackle. Oh, right. Uh, you know we need a lot of that on Friday night. And how many clutch catches have we seen Westover make? Oh, Everyone. That dude is money. One of them. Quite a few. And most of them are far from easy. He's twisting, reaching. <laughs> it's in the it's, air. It's absurd. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, For a big I, man. I, I got to wonder if maybe he lost at cards with Penix. And Pinnock said, I'm going to throw it on the outside of your reach for the rest of the season just to see what happens. 6'3", 250, making those catches. You throw it to that guy in stride, and he gets to turn and square his hips. What happens? I was going to say. We'll find out. Todd, we're, we're going to find out Friday. Gosh. Uh, Jimmy, Captain, I love your optimism. They've run that route the last two games where he was either overthrown or he was overthrown twice. And he had to die. He once it uh, once it, he did not catch it. It was too far. And then the second time he had to dive. But if you he had about thirty yards in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. I guarantee they come back to that play. Well, we need to see uh, multiple tight ends get involved. I'm still uh, a couple of weeks back. We had that amazing sideline catch and run by Cuevas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen Delvin Culp do much lately Mm -hmm. it'd be nice to see some slants you know keep the chains moving and not always just be throwing 50 50 balls to the sideline agreed i don't think i I don't think we've talked enough about rome going back home yeah that's true that that's huge well he should be motivated well you know rome and and germany and and eddie you know, and and Fatano, those are those are all Las Vegas guys. Ah, there you go. Wow. Gentlemen, Richard cares deeply about how long this goes. We've doubled it. I'll do the edit. We are twelve and zero, and we are playing for the conference championship against our hated rival. It's all we can want. Final thoughts? Well, I mean, this is this is what they wanted. This yep. is this is why these guys came back. This is this is the step one was to was to play for the conference championship, which they didn't get to last year. Um, who they're playing is you know is is what it is. You know, it's sort of the cherry on top. You know, you know, like Captain said, they didn't come back to lose this game. No, so, they didn't. So go out there and fucking take care of business and beat these guys for the third time in a row. 
Richard? I I I love that uh, summation there, Terrence. And uh, no, they didn't come back to blow this opportunity at what really is going to be considered a most historic season. If you if you go thirteen and oh boy, you've got something to hang your hat on there. Uh, yes, sir. I'm uh, I'm hopeful that we get to celebrate something like that and. Uh, Let's uh, let's stay clean, and uh, and you know let's let's not stub our toe. We we need to play a clean game on Friday. Yeah, and let's let's see how the how it goes if we do that. Captain, you get the final word. Both sides of the ball are going to put it all together Friday, and we're going to wear those fantastic on-the-road uniforms, and we're going to have the game put away in the fourth quarter. It's not going to come down to a missed kick or the last second of the game. Can I just tell you how much fun it would be and how much I would prefer to have the game in hand early so Bowen and I can get it out? God, I I second that. I haven't had an easy, breezy win in so long, I've forgotten what that feels like. Buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> it's going to be a shit show, and you know it. I, I, talked, I talked to complete strangers the next day, and they were exhausted after the game. <laughs> yeah. 5.30, yeah. they were in bed. Yeah. <laughs> As was I. Yeah. My, my wife called me after the Apple Cup and said, I know traffic's terrible, but do you want me to come pick you up? Because I'm not sure you can walk home. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, nothing but love for the stay homer. Gentlemen, what a pleasure. We're 12 and 0. We are where we wanted to be. We got what we wanted. Let's get it done. Go dogs. Go dogs. Woof. Go dogs. Woof. Woof. Two minutes.